Hello guys, welcome back to the Try Time Podcast. This is episode 19. I'm Callum. And I'm Matt. And here is our third and final part of the Super League 2021 season preview, where we are going to be going over the individual awards, who we think is going to be top try scorer, Man of Steel, that sort of thing. Coach of the Year will be in there as well. So it's just going to be all individual. We spoke about the teams on the last two, the signings, all that sort of thing. So go check them out if you haven't already. And I think we just get straight into it, don't we, Matt? Yeah, might as well. So, so which category up, are we going first? First up, we are going to be speaking about the signing of the season, which I guess isn't an actual award. It's very subjective, I guess. But we're going to give sort of who we think it will be. So I'll let Matt start off with this. With his, Basically, we're going to be doing three nominees and then we're going to pick the one that we actually think it's going to be. So I'll let Matt reel off his three. Right, well, I've gone for an interesting three here. I've gone for Jai Field. I've gone for... Justin Lino and King Vuniyayarawa. I've actually attempted to pronounce his name, so bonus points for that. Yeah, fair play, fair play. Go on, who have you gone for? So, I have actually gone for none of them. I've gone for what I, I think they're very much, not under the radar, but I think the three I've gone for, you can tell, like, the sort of the big, big signing. So, I've gone for John Bateman at Wigan. I've gone for Greg Inglis at Wire. And I've okay. gone for Reynolds at Hull FC. And these are all dependent on performance and that sort of thing. But which I'm sure yours are as well. Like this is interesting how we judge this, because I kind of feel like the signing of the season is gonna be somebody that doesn't just come and deliver us, but almost over delivers. Whereas you've gone very much for the high profile. These are yeah. gonna be the best players in Super League. So that's interesting. Yeah, I think it does. I think there might be some crossover with Man of Steel and these, but I think an example is Reynolds. I think if Reynolds comes and pushes Hull FC, which, I mean, he's their only proper signing, so if, if they suddenly are in the top, in top five now, you almost think it could be, it will be because... If they're suddenly in top does, five, my prediction is way off. Yeah, but then at the end of the day, look at the way, almost, the way Hastings impacted at Salford originally when he first came and pushed them to the, the heights that he did. That's the sort of thing that Reynolds... I'm not saying he will do, but if Reynolds does that, then he is a, he definitely could be the signing of the season. Hastings was that, largely unlo- unknown, though, so this is going to be a lot more pressure on Reynolds' shoulders. Potentially, but I actually think that it's the same... I would imagine it's the exact same way for your pick liner at Wakefield, where if, yeah. he, if they are bottom of the table, it's probably not going to be him, but if he pushes them higher up, then you know it's probably going to be due to him. I think Wakefield's entire survival probably depends on Lionel, and if he can drag them clear of that relegation fight, you know, keep them competitive all season, I think that's going to be the mark of a very successful signing. And again, I kind of yeah. think this is relative to the club that we're talking about. I mean, have Lionel signed for St. Helens, I wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. Yeah, but, I completely get what you mean. I, I think it almost could be the same. Like, I think Reynolds and Lionel, in a way, are similar picks in the fact that it's all dependent on team performance. Yeah, definitely. Any, so other, you any other picks that you want to analyse, or should we get into who we think it's going to be? I think we just get into who we actually think it will be. So go on, I'll let you say yours. I'm going to go for Jai Field. I think... Interesting, go on, tell us why. We haven't really spoke about Field, so I'll let you get No. Uh, very, very versatile. I'm not sure whether he's going to come in and instantly look like the second coming of Bevan French, but in terms of actually providing 
good speed, kicking game, versatility on that in that Wigan back. He's going to be crucial to what they want to achieve this season. And whilst I don't think he will be the standout player, and I don't think he'll grab most of the headlines, I think he's going to be that solid 8 out of 10 every single week player that either I think they've been missing the last couple of seasons. Yeah, I, I do say that. I think he's the sort of player that can definitely sort of complement French and Hastings and that whole sort of Wigan back line. I do think he's going to be a good signing. He, in a way, I did think of him for the signing of the season. I just ended up sort of going away from him, I guess. Bateman kind of grabs the headlines at Wigan, doesn't he? Is that who you're going for then? I am going for Bateman, yes. I think Inglis, yeah. again, we are, I didn't really speak about Inglis. He could be good if Wire do well. As well we know as I think he's going to flop. We know that yeah, yeah, that, it's definitely. I think he's either going to be seen as a great signing or a flop. Cause I think even if he just does bang average, he's going to be seen as a flop because of the expectation. But if he does play like he did back, you know, sort of four or five years ago, then he's probably going to be the best player in Super League. Let's be honest. But yeah, mine is Bateman because I think it's realistic that he'll be the signing of the season. If he impacts Wigan the way that he impacted Canberra when he first went there, then Wigan are probably going to top top the league table, which I have, I have, and you have as well predicted them to do. So I think my only thing against that that put me off Bateman even on my shortlist is that he's going to be a great signing, but I question if the Wigan pack need him as much as some of these other picks are needed in their respective clubs and positions. Yeah, one hundred percent, I get that completely. I I do get sort of the angle that you're going at with that so yeah but i think both both we both wiganers but both decent decent picks i reckon so yeah definitely right category so, two top try scorer which is always an interesting Ooh. one you always want to see your team's winger up there so go on matt i'll let you sort of discuss yours regan grace ash handler tommy making very interesting so two saints very actually i'm gonna make a last minute substitution on that Sack Makinson off, bring in Tom Johnson. Oh, Wakey. Yeah, let's let's throw some more names about. Let's get this conversation properly rolling. Right, that's interesting. So only one of yours I have actually gone with, which is um, Handley at Leeds. I think you know he's always up and up and around that top try scorer. Yeah, he was and top try scorer last year. He was joint second the year before. I think you're stupid not to include him in the conversation, really. Yeah, especially the way Leeds play, a lot of them tries do come down his side. So, yeah. you know, makes sense. And then I've also gone with um, Liam Marshall at Wigan. I think with Joe Burgess leaving, and it almost, they almost seem to what have what they haven't had in about five years, and that's two set wingers, which seems like it's going to be Manfredi and Marshall. So I think Marshall, you already know he can score tries. I think he's going to have an absolute bundle of fun with he's always got French can we just point out we're going to have to have someone else on the wing because Manfred is probably going to get injured for a few months in like round two. Oh, hang on yeah. we're alright Bevan French is a winger yeah oh yeah we'll bring that back yeah yeah so I think Marshall's fair but then also in saying that you know that now Burgess has gone he'll get more tries my third pick is actually Joe Burgess at Salford I think in a Salford side that with the additions of sort of pattern, he's going to be exciting, and I think he'll score a lot of tries because he, again, is a renowned try scorer, isn't he? So, You've just reminded um, me of someone that I really forgot forgot about and should have said the sign of the season. I think Morgan Escaray is going to be up there. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Actually, it didn't really cross my mind as much. I completely forgot yeah. about that move until you just mentioned Salford then. 
Could be an underrated. Yeah. So slot him in my top three. Lino, I'm binning you off. <laughs> oh god. So. Anyway, back to the category in question. So who are we going for out of these lot? Who so, do you think? For me, for me, I do think I'm going to have to go with Liam Marshall, and that is just because of how high up I think Wigan are going to finish. I think they're going to absolutely run away with league leaders this okay. year. So I'm actually saying Marshall. It's hard not to pick Handley, but I'm just yeah, going for Yeah, I am going Handley. I think he's going to defend that position. I want to say Tom Johnson, but I don't think this... I think it's going to be another year where he inevitably spends some time on the sidelines, and I think that's going to be the deciding factor. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, yeah, a lot of Wakefield's tries are going to come through him, but unfortunately I think they're only going to come through him for about half of the games that Handley and Grace and Marshall and everyone else is going to get. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I get that completely. So I think top try scorers. I think with top try scorers, you could essentially pick any week, any starting winger in company. You could make it make sense, couldn't you? Really? At mm, the end of the day. Potentially. I don't know. I don't fancy Jimmy McGill for it to be at the top of the list, but well, maybe maybe a few years ago. Not yeah, now. not now. So we will move on to the away from the players to the coach of the year. Now I'm interested to see sort of who you're thinking about in this and why, Matt. So I'll let you get get us going. I actually think I struggled with this one a little more, just because I didn't want to be the most boring person in the world that picks three coaches from the top clubs. But I'm really struggling to look outside of that at this point. So I've gone for Richard Agar, yep. Adrian Lan. Yep. And then I thought for my wild card, let's go Steve McNamara. Yeah, all good picks. All picks that definitely went through my mind as well. Definitely. Who else went through your mind? Who have you gone for? Well, I, I would say, out of them that you've said as well, I will say Agar and McNamara I wanted to put on this list, but I just thought I'd go for something a bit different. So they are honourable mentions of people I could see you know, getting the award. But I went for Lamb, as you did, because obviously if I'm thinking we're going to top the league and be so good, yeah, makes I can't sense. pass him. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I've also gone with... I've gone with Watson, uh, now at Huddersfield, obviously. If Huddersfield have a good season, he's obvious. With his past as well, with what he's done at Salford, he's automatically going to yeah. be up in that. I don't think Huddersfield team. will do as well, as we've said in the last episode. If you've not seen that yet, predicting our table, go check that out. There's some very contentious picks, mostly in my table, let's be honest. Yeah, but... yeah. <laughs> that is true. And then, for my wild card pick, I know you've gone Matt Mara, but I actually don't think that's as much of a wild card. This one is... I've gone with Hodgson at Hull FC, the newcomer. I mean, that's got a lot of potential. If Hull do well, then you consider what they were like the last year or so with Last and Bradford. You have to say a lot of the plot is good to Brown, that one. Yeah, I think that, again, it's the same as my Reynolds pick for signing of the season. It all depends on performance. Yeah. It's like me mentioning Lino, almost ties in with Chris Chester. If Wakefield can keep touch and avoid going down, then, you know, you'd have to say Chester's done a fantastic job. Interesting one yeah, name that hasn't popped up for either of us is Daryl Powell. Yeah, that's true. Because we didn't exactly have Cass underperforming, I don't think, in our tables, really. No. So, I think I'm that surprised. is an interesting one. But... I did think about it, but, yeah, I think it's another one. I think there's more exciting picks out of there to be yeah. chosen. Yeah. Definitely, but I think one that actually I know I've spoke by, but I think Agar, like 
I don't want to understate the fact that I did actually consider him. And almost like, when I was thinking of him, I almost like overthought. Like, if I had to pick an extra one, it would be Agar. Because I think if Leeds finished where I have them finished. I yeah, think last then, year, Agar probably would have taken this fixture award. When you think Leeds last year, well, not last year, the season before, so were battling relegation. Got dumped out of the Challenge Cup to a Championship Club on basically what is a council tip. Oh, I knew there were a dig coming in there to Bulls. <laughs> well, you gotta, you got to have one. It won't be our pod without that. And then, yeah, that is true. To, you know, in less than 12 months, to win the very competition that we unceremoniously left, exited as soon as we entered it, and to get close to actually getting back to, well, I was about to say Old Trafford then, but it were a little cake on money last year. Yeah. I think last year Agar would have taken it, and I think if Leeds have another good season and really make a push for the actual grand final this time round, again, I think you have to give credit there. A bit like you said with it, we both said with Adrian Lamb, if Wigan I do end up winning something this year and I'm one of the best teams, you have to have him in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely see that, and that's why... No Christian Wolf though. That's interesting. Yeah, I think because everyone expects Saints to be so good. You know what I mean? I think that'll that'll stifle him a bit. I almost like, think I if they do good. anything other than win, they're going to be a disappointment. A bit like Steve Price, actually. Another name that is probably popped into quite a lot of your minds that we've not even mentioned. Yeah, that's exactly the same thing. I think they're in the same category. Yeah. I think you can only really afford... We, like, for me, in this, this prediction, if you, you've got, you can only really afford one of Lamb... Price or Wolf because whichever yeah. one of them three are going to finish top, you think will finish top, I'd bang in coach at you, really. I'm going to throw one last name out before we actually pick. What about John Duffy? You, you know what, right? If he keeps that lee side up, he's going to be... That, that is one that's probably bypassed mind a bit. If he keeps that lee side up, 100%. Check me out mentioning the championship style content. This is not normal. <laughs> I actually think he was probably my honourable mention actually before, because I don't think Lee are going to go down personally. So, yeah, neither do I. Well, that's in last week's video, isn't it? We know yeah, where we've we're already going plugged that, we're not plugging it again. Yeah. <laughs> so, who is your, who would you say, if you were to put your money on it now, who's going to win coach of year next year? I'm going to go for Adrian Lamb, because I think out of all the names on this list, he's most guaranteed to win at least something with Wigan. Yeah, yeah, I think that does that. I, I do get that. It's a boring pick, but I know, and I'm going to agree with you, mate. I don't. I mean, my three picks so far have all been Wigan players, so it is looking a bit biased, even though I'm, I'm a proud Jones man. But... Come, someone, if you only want to send in some fan mail, please send in your pies to Callum. <laughs> I think it makes sense. So, like, at the end of the day, Wigan have got a solid team. So, what can I say? Yeah. Say, at least I, at least, I mean, I think I gave him signing of the season and coach, but I mean, at least I've not, like, been all over him like you are. Are they your new second favourite club now after Bradford? <laughs> Imagine if I go five for five and it's just all Wigan sweeping at once. Yeah, well, we'll find out, won't we, could, if we get the next one. This rate, to be honest, mate. Come so on, next up we have young player, young is player it? Of the year. Yeah, young player. So this is one that's interesting because you almost find yourself like, oh, that that player is a really good young player, but you think they've been around in the league for like five years. How old are they? I struggled with this like one, but I Jake have got Truman's some names. Still young. 
it's still there's a lot of still young players around there who have won this won this you know a couple of years ago and they're still young but I've sort of looked for ones that have sort of rise been rising over the last year or two and I think can sort of do something. Go on, you go first this time. Who are your names? So in my, in terms of me, my three, I've gone with Morgan Smithies, so Wigan lad is in is in contention again. But I think that sort of speaks for itself with how he's played over the last couple of years. What about you to uh, we've got Wellsby, which I think after his grand final winning try, and how he's been playing as well, and how you almost on paper wouldn't even have him in that team because of how strong it is already. You know, if an injury happens, he's going to fill in in any of that, any position in that back in them backs. Yeah. So he's always an option, and I've also gone for one which I don't think will have crossed your mind. Go on. When I'm looking when I'm looking through sort of articles and things that are talking about it last year for last year's, he was in there. And I, I, I know him because he did used to play for Bradford, but I've gone with Matty Staunton at OKR. When he signed for them, a lot of OKR fans didn't think he was even going to be in the starting team. That's so really So if I just start in place, you know, he's only sort of 21-22 as well, so he's still young. You know, as a second rower, I just think he can, even though they've made a lot of big signings in that sort of pack in the backs as well, I think if he can keep his place, and Hulkia do as well as I've sort of, said they will do and how they'll progress from last season then I think he will be a big part of that so I am putting him in there as well that's interesting you talk about whole chaos signing one of them is the Nigerian beast himself Louis Mustafa who is one of my picks for young player of the year oh that that is interesting actually but if again it's probably similar to start and if he can get himself into that side then I've seen this guy play at Leeds he is he is the real deal in my opinion very difficult to tackle because he's, he's quite short for a prop in second row. Yeah, yeah. He's a little he's a little chunky lad and that does help him out. He's got a little centre of gravity. Don't expect him ducking under arms like Robbie Burrow, but you know, I think that will help him really progress yeah. full care it's up more the pitch. Of a, it's this more year. of a Joe a Philbin than a Rob Burrow. Yeah. Sort of <laughs> I mean, for me, I kind of put this category as in players under 21, so that ultimately will Truman out for me. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of Truman as well, and I was looking at players that were sort of like 21 and below, that sort of thing. So a couple as well, like Joe Kate is a good example of a player I definitely considered, but he's 22, so I yeah. just didn't put him in there. I'm going to go for a man who had his breakout year last year and will once again get the number three shirt. I'm going for Harry Newman. Harry Newman, yet yeah. also crossed my mind as well, but just sort of thought, you know, will he win it again? That sort of thing was crossing my mind. Yeah, and I'm going to go for somebody I think might just break in under Ian Watson. I'm going to go for Lewis Senior. Yeah, that's fine. Also one that I had considered. So a few more out there picks on me. Again, not like me to go for a Rhinos player and a non-loan Rhinos player, but I think both of those are justifiable. Oh yeah, 100%. And I think I'm actually going to give it to Mustafa out of my three picks because I think he That's will it. get game time for Hulk KR and I think we are actually going to see whether or not he is ready to step into blue and amber next year. Yeah, definitely. And you know what, right? I'm, I'm going to propose something to you here. I am going to go with Hulk KR's start, Matty Starton, right? And okay, I this is going to be... 
I'll tell you what, we we've all... not done the Dream Team videos next year, but I think you need to put Start on him, I need to put my staff in, keep them in every game, and we'll see who gets the most points. Yeah, what I was going to say, we're going to have like an unofficial, like not including money, but almost like a little bet between ourselves. Who's going to do, and it'll be like on the in the pod as well, who does better this season, Starting or Mustafa? Imagine if they're both starting in second row slots for KR going all season, that'll be quality. Though. That would be an interesting one. So, okay, well KR have got the clean sweep on this one, that's an interesting one. I think it's a credit to all KR and the recruitment as well though, I think. Yeah, I think it's a much better squad than last year. But... Yeah, 100%. I mean, we so, say this an hour when... before Ryan Hall's in second row instead of one of them. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, they'll be on loan in Championship, won't they? We're speaking about them next week on Championship preview. Oh, God. signed in week now. Oh, God. Yeah, so right. we'll move on now to the big boy, the man of the yeah. man of steel. This is an interesting one, I think, uh, because, like, for example, we've talk, spoke about signings of the season. If they're as good the signings of the season become signing of the season, they almost could be considered for man of steel, I think. Yeah, it, definitely. Where there's, a, there's endless amounts of players you could predict. So, I'll, I'll let you reel one off and we'll go one for one on this because I want to okay. sort of build it up a bit of answer. I'm going to give a bit of justification yeah. and a bit of a as well. So, the first name I'm going to go for is Paul McShane. To retain the title? Yes. And I'll tell you for why. One of the things you need in Man of Steel is to stand out week in, week out. This is why, traditionally, look at some of the Saints team last year. In terms of ability and performances, played a lot better than what McShane did on average over the season. But because there's so many top quality players, they're not always going to pick up points and it's not always going to be the top points. Well, every single week, McShane is one of the standout performers for Castleford. He's easily in their best three players. Yeah, 100%. And that's a key part to actually winning this title. So, yeah, that's why, for me, that's why Paul McShane to retain is a very sensible pick. Yeah, that's fine. I think I'll almost match that with a similar type of pick. I'm going to go for Aidan Caesar, and that is because, kind of, if Huddersfield have a good season, then it's going to be because of Caesar in my in my mind. Yeah, I think fair. obviously it might, maybe not, but like I think if Caesar can carry them into say a top five spot, he's going to be in with a shout of Man of Steel. And I think we saw I kind of saw a decent bit of him, bit from him last year to say that he can kick on with this squad that arguably has got better from last year's squad. So yeah. I, he, again, he, he's going to stand out. I'm not saying he's going to be the actual best player in the comp, but he's going to stand out. Okay, interesting pick. Right, are we ready for Okay. Kind of in the same vein. I've kind of gone for a bit more of the Aiden Caesar, but with a bit more likelihood of silverware. And I've actually gone for Luke Gale, another former winner. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Very similar reasons. I think Gale is. This kind of goes against everything I've said on Luke but Luke Gale is so involved in LN nearly everything the Leeds do. Yeah. And I think that he almost is the type of player that will stand out despite any success that they may have. Yeah. This is, you know, I'm not looking at this like I am at Wigan, where despite being both brilliant players, 
you've got Hastings and French who are both going to be battling to outshine the other one week in, week out. I mean, last year for me, Bevan French was the best player in Super League, hands down. Oh yeah, 100%. But that wasn't enough to win in Man of Steel. And that's because Wigan has such quality all the way from 1 to 17. So, yeah, yeah I think Gale is going to naturally stand out more. And the fact that Leeds are probably going to win quite a lot of games again this year, I think might actually help them stand out more. Yeah, I completely I appreciate that sort of answer, um, and I get I kind of get the reasoning behind it. So I'm going to actually mention one of one of the players that you actually said then in Bevan French, who like undoubtedly was he was the best player in the comp last year. It not you can't really argue with that, and I think this year he's going to take it even probably a step further with the sort of the way their squad's moving and how I think they're going to finish. I'm so going to make one say, argument to your point about him being the best player in the comp. You are forgetting Chris Wellen did play last year. Well, he's out at comp this year, which gives him even more of a chance. I know, which is exactly why I can't pick him for Man of Steel, because he would have been my third pick. But yeah, Be Bevan French kind of speaks for himself. I know there's a lot of class in that Wigan side, but I do think he still shines. So yeah, I'm going to say Bevan French. I think he should have won it last year, and people know that. So. Yeah. What's your third and final pick? Well, I was kind of to and throwing on this one for a while, and I'm going to reel off a few names that came to mind. One of the first things I thought was, could it be Callum Watkins? Definitely, I think we'll have I think we'll have a much better season this time than what we've seen the last few years. But realistically, is he going to be involved enough at centre to consistently get the points? Then I decided, could it be Mark Snead? Very consistent kicker again, similar sort of thing with almost a combination of Gale and McShane, but in the end I settled on somebody completely different. And I think actually none of us have really mentioned anyone from this club as of yet. I've gone for Blake Austin. That's interesting and also one that I did consider, so go on, I'll let you sort of explain why. In the same remit of French and Hastings, it is a very He's very much a, he's a player that plays attractive rugby and that naturally makes him difficult to deal with, very unpredictable and not, not shy from a little bit of magic. All things that I think you need to have in order to stand out and pick up more steel points. We saw what he could do in his first season and, you know, last year wasn't great for him or for him to... They massively struggled in the halves, and I think Gareth Widdup really didn't help matters. Yeah, true. I think this year they are they are going to look to Austin more again because I think there's you know there's already been talks that Widdup was trying to leave. I think Warrington had realised actually they probably haven't got the player they thought they were going to have, so we're going to see yeah, it come through a lot more through Austin again. And I mean, regardless of how well or not well he might do, the whole presence of Greg English is going to inevitably take some of the defence's attention. And if there's anyone that can capitalise on a bit of space for either himself or for someone else, it's Blake Austin. Yeah, completely agree with you on that one. Great, it's a good pick. So, 
in terms of my third and final pick, I've gone with another Wiganer. So I'm having there's two oh, Wigan nominations in here, and it, it kind of it's definitely a different answer or the answers you've given, and it is John Bateman. But I, I think I've got a good reason. But that is not because, or it almost the reason why people say, oh, it's John Bateman, you know, new signing. That's why big name. So you think I'll win Man of Steel, and I personally don't think he'll be the best player in the comp. But when you're looking at how they do the Man of Steel points in a match, if Wigan are suddenly great now, especially in the pack as well, and he replaces O'Loughlin well, then it's almost going to be that sort of, in a way, media bias towards England's, in quotation marks, star player coming back to Super League and how they almost, like, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily going to be like that biased, but I think yeah. it's going to be when great. When did Herbie anyway. Farnworth come back? But you know what I mean, where it's like, the, I think it'll be very, you know, for example, I know this doesn't determine Man of Steel points, but after a game, they're going to want to interview Bateman because he's a, he is a personality and he's like, he's a star, isn't he? He's a star that if we can do well and they're like, who do we chuck Man of Steel points to? Oh, well, Bateman's probably done 50 tackles in Middle of Park, hasn't he? So let's give it to him. Do you know what I mean? And he, he's a player that... But is that the same as saying Bevan French has put about six players on his ass by stepping sidewards? That, exactly, and I don't. I think you either go Bateman or French. It depends. You you don't pick. I don't. I know Ooh, I've got the disrespect on Jackson Hastings' name right there. I think Hastings is quality, but I also think Hastings has done it. Hastings would have to go another step up from where he's been. Whereas French has got the side of it where French should have won it last year. So people are going to be like, you know, probably should have won it last year. Let's be a bit, almost a bit nicer to him. Whereas I think Bateman is going to be one way. It's a new signing, star signing. The media are going to love him because he's English and going to be doing so well. And like I say, if they're like scratching their head about, you know, we're going to have played well here. No one's stood out in terms of, you know, creating tries, that sort of thing. Whenever whenever we can play this year and you look to that defensive, the defensive tackle sheet, Bateman's going to be up there in top three, three or four in here every week. I know what you're saying and I kind of get it, but... I don't know, for me he's just again one too many, so it's the whole James Roby problem, which is kind of what I alluded to earlier. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll top the tackle sheet, we'll be a key part of every game that they win, but will he be the player that catches the eye with that bit of X factor? Are you going to come out of the game and think back, either even just a few hours later, and that moment is John Bateman, or is it going to be some extraordinary bit of skill from somebody else, or a great finish in the corner from Marshall, Manfredi, whoever. Yeah. Bevan yeah, French yeah. is a winger. <laughs> I get that, and I think that's why, I think it, in a way he's different to like a Robe, for example, is because I think Bateman almost has that X factor, where like everyone is going to want to watch him play because he's such a personality on the pitch. He runs hard, tackles hard. But then he's also got like his, his I just think he's a centre of attention. And I'm going to mention a name if we're going to think on that sort of thing in terms of quality forwards that could really throw a cat amongst the pigeons if they play to the full potential. Assuming he stays at 13 for a good part of the season, which is perfectly possible. What about Matt Pryor? 100%. If Leeds play well and he gets he gets them forwards working, the two new boys as well, in there, and he's going to be a big part of that because of how mobile he is and how, you know, he can play minutes, can't he? And that sort of thing. Big so minutes. I definitely get that. And he's a tackle machine as well. 
so I completely get that. In the same light as Bateman, 100%, probably doesn't have the media attention side of it, whereas like the English bias and that sort of thing either, but I don't 100%. know. I mean, when I get you think about the players that are still, were still at origin level when they joined Super League, the only two that did it both that season, Matt Pryor, James Maloney, that still that carries true. some weight. A bit like we still I mean, now talk about Tommy Lula as the last player to play for Australia or New Zealand international whilst representing a Super League club. Yeah, which obviously there is. I mean, Australia is a, is a tough one, really. But I got we saying, but then again, like you've just said, Maloney there, and we haven't even spoke. We spoke last week about how good Tompkins is, and we hadn't even included him in this. If he takes that, what he did last year, a step. Do you know, I did consider Sam Tompkins. Yeah, oh, it was considered by me, but you just, like, I don't think you can underestimate that. You, like I say, I feel like you can go through every single team and pick out a few players. Go on, then. Who do you think is going to be Man of Steel out of Lee and Wakefield? Lee? Oh, now you're putting me on spot now to try and think about it. Lee, Wakefield, I think it's obvious because it could be Lino. I think, realistically, I can't see anyone Not Johnston? That unless. Johnston, maybe, if he might break records scoring tries. Outside of that, unless like recently... He's not going to get Greg up. Eden's record of 30-odd tries, no way. Yeah, well, Which, not. again, that's a good point. Greg Eden didn't win it that year either, did he? Because that was yearly in 2017, I think. Yeah, he didn't... Well, that, I don't think he deserved it, because I think every single try he scored would put on a plate for him that year. Yeah, I mean, that I was, think... That was well, classic that. Yeah, it would either going to be... The top players in that team were like you see, the Luke Gale or... Especially in the grand final, crack Ardaker. <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, in terms of Lee, I don't think I, I would be able to pimp. I mean, like, there's, you know, sort of, is it Joe Mella? But again, if Lee make top five, then maybe, but you know <laughs> I don't what think I mean? that's going to happen. I mean, no disrespect to him, I don't think that's going to happen. But I don't think they expect that to happen, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not playing for Man of Steel, they're playing for survival, you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, fair play to definitely. him. Okay, well, who are you going for out of your three, then? Who's your actual... This is, this is big. I am going to go... I kind of almost talked myself into it, because I wasn't sure could it this, which one I was going to go with. I am going to go with Bateman, because I'm just... I'm backing the Bateman. Right, please can I you just... change your Young Player of the Year to Morgan Smithies, then I can literally start throwing pies at you once we're back in the studio. No, I'm Four out of five picks for Wigan. Oh, I think all... And Bateman's coming with two of them as well. I but mean... If Bateman... If I Bateman don't know, do you want to have steel, John Bateman's children or something? No. If, Bateman want, if Bateman's going to be the winner of the Man of the St Man of Steel, surely he has got to be signing of the season. Agreed, but I don't think he'll win Man of Steel. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, yeah. so who's your pick then? Do you know I'm going to go for a name that I didn't decide I was going to even mention until about halfway through Young Player of the Year? I'm going to go for Blake Austin. Interesting. I, I like literally like ten minutes ago I decided I was going to mention for Blake Austin over Bevan French. When we started filming this pod, my top three were Bevan French, Sam Tompkins, and I can't remember who else I had. I've changed all three of them whilst we're here. That shows how I guess that almost shows how easy it is that. I could change in your head one day you could be oh i had someone. james roby that was my third one roby yeah again like i say it's an absolute headache and it's almost it's near impossible to predict really but yeah, it is. it's going to be interesting 
It is, and yeah, I think this is probably going to be it for the large amount of Super League content until we get into our round one predictions, which obviously end of March, all at Headingwell. That should be a cracking weekend, even if we can't get to watch it all live, but... Yeah, mind. definitely it'll be good though. The way they seem to have it set out and like that, and the fact we're going to get it started. Yeah. I think it's good, and yeah, Sounds like, promising. like Matt says, it's going to be sort of more concentrating on the other leagues in terms of the main pod in the next sort of few weeks leading up to that and the week before them fixtures. You know, yeah. we're going to have championship next week, so this is where I'm going to walk away out of my depth. Yeah, but I think we're going to, we're going to, us championship guys, we're going to, you know, sort of give Matt some more knowledge, I guess. Yeah, I feel, I feel in a better position this year than what I did last year for it. I feel like I actually know a bit more what I'm on about. Mostly because a lot of championship teams have signed ex-Super League players this time round. Yeah, 100%. So, like, next week he's going to be going over them signings and th that's going to be part one of the championship preview. Signings, that sort of thing. And then the oh, hang on, I have got a question. Go on. Which video did Toronto come in? Uh, I think you might be a year too late for that one, mate. Oh, oh, I thought we'd saved him already. There you go. Another plug for an old video. Check that one out. Toronto fans, that'll give you something to cry over. Sorry. So, yeah, um, next week's going to be the signings. The week after's going to be the table prediction and that sort of thing. And maybe even, like, who we think is going to be the best player. So there's going to be two parts of that. And then going forward, we're just going to take you right into the start of the Super League and, obviously, Championship season as all them fixtures have been announced as well. So yeah, I think we're just going to leave it there. Keep an eye out for all the Saturday videos, so make sure you're subscribing to the channel as well. It does mean a lot to have you subscribed. And then we should say this at the start of the video. They'll have all sorted off by now. We've blabbed on for oh, that long about what's coming but next. It is, you know, it is what it is. So if you're, on, if you're watching on YouTube, please do subscribe, then you know when all the videos come in. It's gonna if be you're not Saturday. listening on YouTube, go do it. Why are you not on YouTube? Yeah, if, if you listen You get to, to look at our animated heads for half an hour plus. What's not to love? Yeah, for now. Once we can actually go back into sort of in-person recordings, obviously we'll have live video as well. Yeah, then they'll be going also, back to Spotify. One thing I would like to say is, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, would you please leave us a, a rating or a review, or both, just because that does help get us out there a bit more. Unless you rate us one star, around. in which case don't bother, please. Yeah, if, you, yeah. <laughs> if it's below four, we don't want to know. Or at least um, tell us why you're rating as low first, you know. Don't just be mean about it. Oh yeah, 100%. It. Right, we're blabbing now. Me. Let's just leave everyone to the day. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for dedicating guys, your yeah. Saturday night to us. We're sorry we've waffled on for ages. See you later. Yeah, let us know who, who you think is going to be Man of Steel, etc. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's what we're on guys. about. <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys. See you later. Bye.